0: Where'd you learn how to do that? Must be someone scummy if you do that. Who's that tool brand there on your ball cap? Must be paid in cash, no tax, and all that. <laughs> you make that up? Uh, I stole the lyrics from uh, Keith, Keith Urban. Is that what it is? Modified oh, so y- it, you, yeah. you modified <laughs> it.
1: A little, little version. Uh, Alex, welcome back to the show, bro. What's going on? Good to see you, man. Thank you. And right beside you, you got a, a handsome gentleman there. He's on the side there.
2: He's not lying. Uh, he's lying. No, <laughs> no, no, no.
1: that will save the lives for later on. All right. <laughs> so we got Jason back on the show. Thank he's going to be doing like some co-hosting duties with me along with Alex there. And <coughs> excuse me.
2: I'll ask the questions nobody wants to ask. That's
1: it. All right. So Alex, how do you pronounce your last name again? I'm not going to butcher it, man. Majacamo. Majacamo. So obviously, again, you're Irish, right? Yep No 100% Universal Aluminum Products Limited I got a lot of questions for you man We got to talk a lot about supplies and business And GDP and all that crap Like we got to figure out how Canada is not further ahead Is what we got to talk about on today's show You game for that Jay? Oh yeah You game for that huh? Yeah So you're the manager there. The business has been around for about 40 years. Website is universalaluminumproducts.ca. You can reach Alex at alex@universalaluminumproducts.ca. At Instagram is... Uh, Universal Aluminum Products. That's what I thought it was, right? Yep. And Jay, again, the Keystone contractor. Everybody's always quoting, you know? You say something on the show, yeah. and then all of a sudden someone's on the show, and they go, Jay from the Keystone said this. You better prepare for all this stuff, right? <laughs> so careful what you say, because yeah. it will be quoted. Yeah. And it, it once after it's on the internet it's it's, it's there. For there.
2: after the last show my wife had a little <laughs> sit down with me and discussed words I'm not allowed to say anymore. Uh,
1: that's <laughs> fine. Triple W the Keystone Email is info at the keystonecontractor.com and on Instagram it's the Keystone the Keystone Contractor. The, Keystone the. Keystone the. Contractor. All right. So before we start the show, I actually wanted to just do a little shout out first of all Joe I'm wearing his T JR okay. windows and doors garage we all know
2: Joe Fernandez awesome guy have you ever you yeah. met him right yeah. yeah yeah
1: you've met him right so Joe thanks so much for the T I'm wearing it but I also wanted to I got a couple of interesting DMs yesterday uh I was really fascinated by that and I just want to share it one was a kid Irish lad Jack Henchy I, I apologize, Jack, if I brutal, if I bastardize your last name there, but I'm kind of hoping it is. So he's an Irish lad who moved to Texas and he just found the show. 23 years old, loves construction, and he couldn't believe that this show has never been around, and he's just started listening. He's in eight eight shows in, and he's loving it. He's brilliant. So it's funny. He's he's listening to the earlier shows, so he's going to watch the evolution of TCL as he comes along to this modern-day show. And then as I was chatting with him, he was very complimentary, and he was like, this is amazing that you guys are giving up so much information, and you're educating this younger generation, helping us out, because we need this guidance, is what he was talking about. So I said, Jack, I'm going to connect with you, and I'm going to get you on the show. We're going to talk to you from... Texas via Toronto and you're going to let me know about your experience from Ireland and get back and forth and do that whole thing. And then I had another gentleman, Carlos, Carlos Andreas. Uh, Now I asked him to come on the show. He was very complimentary on the last few shows. And then he goes, listen, Manny, I'm actually in Colombia," And I'm like, that's amazing that you're listening to it. First of all, second, you're coming on the show. So I'm going to talk to you because I want to know how you guys build there and I want to compare it to here and I want to see what we're doing wrong. That's all I want to do. So Carlos mm-hmm. is going to get on the show, and that's going to That'd be interesting. Be cool. So I wanted to share those and get those out of there because I, I love getting these DMs from these guys and the girls and on the, like, listen to the show, man. That's awesome. But just today, so far away. let's let's get started, man. Where do you want to start, Alex?
0: Yeah. Well, we can start a supply. Let's start. Supply. I
1: mean, that's been. I sure love what you were saying off years. mic, just talking about. And yeah. okay, so the COVID madness BS. Yeah. Is it done? Or are you a politician with a suit? And saying it's not done.
0: Well, any politician with a suit's gonna say it's not done. They make it look like (sighs) business owners. Let's talk tradespeople and business owners. Yeah, let's not talk politics. Mm. Uh, (laughs) um, I don't know. Honestly, it's hard for me to say. Like, I'm noticing on some ends, yes.
1: Still going up price? Mm, Depends. Are you still eating? We're
0: eating very little. Okay. Like, us personally, but. His prices not really
2: stabilized. I've noticed. Like well, I, I buy all over the place. When you say yeah. stabilized, at least with what they're okay, paying you, and what they're what they're charging out,
1: like a two by four is everyone's saying it's reasonable. It's like five and change for a two by four. Yeah, but it's still what
0: double what it was a couple of years ago.
1: Exactly. So it's still double. So, yeah. But it's, it's no different than gas right now in Ontario, Toronto, whatever is a buck fifty, buck sixty, whatever. But yeah. Vancouver just hit a record high at two forty nine or something oh, like that. Gosh.
0: That's nothing compared to Europe
1: oh yeah and europe's just it's it insane be, what's europe's calling. been paying our prices so, for years when you guys say stabilize well
0: stabilize meaning there's going to be a price increase on uh one of our foams single component foams we sell the Hilti. they already gave you a heads up on that they gave me a heads up october 1st so today uh so i bought 30 skids before before to hold that price, to hold price. Yeah. well hold the price what's for a while
1: the, what's the increase uh
0: 10 points it's a lot, man. I'm sorry, but that's a lot. I know. Unfortunately, it's not going to take me that long to go through it. You'll go take f- us that fat. long, rather. Sorry. S- so, so what's the reason? Why, why, what's, the, what's the excuse? Cost. Cost. And it's manufactured in Germany, that product.
1: Yeah, but, uh, Okay, for all the Hilti so, diehard lovers yeah. out there, I get it. I understand. And plus, right. by all means, it's, it's an amazing product. It is. Right? But. but.
0: But, I mean, we also had to buy that, I'll say, over a month ago now. So we've st- we're still going through it. By the time by the time we finish going through the old price stock, we'll call it, it'll be going up again. So there's going to be something in between where something's got to get. So
1: Alex, as a supplier, even though okay, so you made that deal how far back now?
0: Probably sometime in August we made that deal
1: for an October first.
0: Mm-hmm. So now from well, he didn't give us that much notice. It's just how we've been buying. But we then now you're already thinking of, you're,
1: you're thinking about November now. You're thinking about. End November, of the year,
0: and we also know that every year January there's usually a price increase across the board on pretty much everything from every supplier. But
1: that's like the normal, which sp- is normal. But you so were, we wanted to prepare for that, and then we had got how it how many, with an how October one too. Did you
0: have this year already? With that one product alone, so probably three to us.
1: How many increases have you had over the last two
2: years? Well, this is the third year, I guess. Of oh, course, it feels
0: like almost every quarter there's an increase on something.
2: But you know what's cool? You purchased thirty skids. Ahead of the game to honor your price commitments that you've got At now. At least for the year, if but we can. Pretty much every other supplier I know would do that and then hit October 1st and charge the extra amount simply because they can. You know what I mean? Because they know that you'll buy. Well, they know that there's yeah. a price increase and they'll just say, hey, price of foam went up. Here's okay, an extra 15 so points. Where's the cap? Like,
1: I've said this before tradespeople are not the strongest business people. <laughs> but during this whole thing, I bet you any money, classes in now. Oh yeah, right. So that. now they're sitting down and they're going. Hang on a more sec. More and more guys are sharp. Here's their my pencil. supplies. This is what it's costing. This is what it was costing. Here's what it potentially might cost. Mm-hmm. They're gonna start pulling it in.
2: I hear yeah. more and more guys who are basically not honoring their old commitments, even though they say they've given a quote. It's gonna cost say a hundred thousand for this. Pricing went up. And people are saying, well, you need to honor that. They're, they're better off just saying no. They're not going to go out of business losing. They're not going to go out of business saying no. But if they say did that job and honor that commitment, take a hit, that can put them out of business.
1: But here's the thing. This is all eating into profit. Mm-hmm. So we're still business owners. We're still yep. running a ship. At some point, you have to just put the white flag up and go, I'm not making money now. It's not worth it when I start calculating I don't know. The person at McDonald's is making more money than me right now on this job. Is it going to be better the next job? Is that what we do? We kind of hope for the future where we think the next job I might recoup.
0: I think that's one of the unfortunate things in construction as a whole is a lot of people do that.
1: But it keeps on going yeah. into the next job, the next job. Yeah.
0: I fr- I think I forget who you were talking to, but it was um, you were talking about guys would rather make a little bit on a lot of jobs than make a lot on one job. And we used to have. A lot of clients like that one guy actually said to my father years ago before i was around it's like i'd rather do 10 jobs and make 50 or 500 dollars on a job than one big job that, that makes me 10 grand exactly i don't want to lose those little jobs and it's like well you could do you know a week's worth of work for five grand one job or you could do 10 days worth of work at 500 bucks a, a day a job what's
2: the better model Jay. it depends because i've fallen into those traps so if you're if you're a bigger company, you have guys, you've got crews. Sure, you can do big jobs um, because you can set guys up. I know guys that have like two two crews, three crews. Yeah. And whenever you're doing a, a reno, a <clears throat> whatever you're doing, siding, if it's a big project where you're there for multiple weeks, months, you can set guys up and you can bounce around job to job. But for someone like me, who's got myself and one or two guys If I go and take on a large job, great, it's a good payday, I'm making my... can, But I disappear, right? All of a sudden, if I'm not out there, if I'm not taking in new quotes, I'm not going and estimating, I'm not taking on new customers, I disappear. Then people, when they think about bathrooms, windows, doors, when they think about what I can do, they'll call me up or they'll know that, well, Jason's busy, so... Probably doesn't have time for this. That's a, that, when I get, uh, I can show you the texts I get. The first, hey, Jay, are you still doing windows and doors? Yep. How crazy busy are you? Can you fit me in? Fit you in, meaning what? In the next two weeks? Just in general. Because this as, year? In this year, I, I get it all the time. That's, that's the number, that's, 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 that is the general introduction I get from anybody. Hey, Jay, how are you? Still doing this? Do you have any time? And with windows and doors, it's nice because you have time. Yeah. You can go in between. Yeah. It's it's based on project to project. But a renovation, mm-hmm. I've stopped doing big renos because of that. Yeah. Because when I'm by myself or if I'm with two or three guys and we're doing a reno, mm-hmm. you show up to do it, the people expect you to be there Monday to Friday, yeah. kind of nine to five type thing. And if I don't show up for a couple of days because I'm on another project, they get very, you know, twisty don't like it and they're like well what are we paying all this money for what where are you
0: okay so if i can ask it's one of those situations would you rather have a five-day job that's a full house of windows let's say windows and doors or would you rather have five six seven days of two windows here a door here
2: oh yeah and for me so for me when, when when i use that model um i mean i'm good with that's why i stick with like whole house window lots, like a week or two's worth of work, no problem. I like can yep. commit to that. But when you get like a bathroom, bathroom two yeah. weeks, two weeks to two weeks to a month, depending on the severity of the tear out, if there's any remodeling. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even two weeks to a month is good because again, they also know when I when I sell a job, I tell people, I'm gonna be here doing this, but we're not here every day because we have other customers, other things to do, and your job is not a twenty it's 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 not it's not twenty days worth of work. Every single day, we have to wait but for this. Correct me thing. if I'm
1: wrong. This year in loan, you've done more window and door installs
2: than rentals, right? Yes, I look? have. Yeah, in, when but you've in twenty. That's just by accident. By so many clients, twenty and twenty. When COVID hit, it was the year of the bathroom. Came back to me, flourished because I don't know what it was. You couldn't get units first of all. You could units get, yeah. turn around and yeah, yeah.
1: But it's still the problem. You still. And then twenty one was units.
2: the same, and now now this year twenty two. Windows and doors have become prolific again. The bathrooms, and I've also pushed them back because of those parameters. Mm -hmm. I would rather take on five to ten window jobs than commit myself, because it's never just a bathroom reno. It's never, people don't want, it's never, if it's it's one thing, then can you look at this, can you look at this, can you look at this? Since you're already here. Exactly. But but correct
0: me if I'm wrong, like, I know you were telling me earlier, um, you're not having too many issues getting glass, getting windows, getting doors. Yeah. But I mean, we hear it from our clients all the time where they're saying, you know, there's some kind, in a lot of cases where they're ordering a standard size patio door. So yeah. a five foot, a six foot standard. And minimum lead time is anywhere from 12 to 16. Minutes. I cannot
2: understand. Why, I don't get those I, two numbers. I, man. I don't understand no. why it's taking so long for other people to get product. And when that, I I'm mean, literally getting it within. So within why are the you getting it so quick? I have no idea. Like I my my door supplier, Ruskin Doors, they're on the ball, but their glass is still coming stateside? Yeah. I I don't know where they well, I mean for them for, for them glass unless you're getting into like patterned glass, textured glass, very but that's specific custom stuff, right? That custom stuff. That yeah. I mean that's got to take, but just the doors that we sell, we're not selling these ultra high contemporary Modern doors with all like the stainless steels. I've sold maybe one or two of those. And those do take months to make. I tell people probably going to take six months for a custom door. I tell that right at the get-go so they're aware of it. But for most standard doors in most like, you know, mom and pop type houses that you just sell to the average customer, they have it ready for me in like four to eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's, that's fine. I have no problem with that. standard, I
0: believe. Yeah. But with
2: the windows, I mean, I'm still hearing nightmares from other companies that they were ordered last December, and they still haven't received windows and doors yet, like windows, patio doors. A full year, like honestly, like yeah. a whole year. Oh my God. I don't want to say the company names, but I mean like. But it's, it, say but it, say it.
1: it. Say it. <laughs> All right, now, now I know who you're talking it's about. But
0: I mean, I know it's difficult with the glass because a lot of that's going to be custom cut. Right, every window is a different size even if they're standard. I, I know, but this is not but an
1: industry that just got started yesterday.
0: I agree with you. And and that was my question. Do you think that's a, a case? Like I don't want to talk ill about anybody cuz every industry is different, every business yeah. is different, but do you think that's them not being prepared for what's going on after what we went through
2: last year? The problem that I hear about, again, everything I hear is, you know, it's like anything. It's it's off sources. It's I've never spoke if I've never if I ever got the chance to speak to the owner of the window industry like great but i don't have that luxury so it's all hearsay
1: there's a person that's i would imagine i mean like there's
2: a top window dog like i mean know? cardinal glass is the largest supplier of glass for north, north america. america or so who handles glass and Canada's only Three percent
0: of their business. So, so that's Canada why we got
1: Canada's three percent of Cardinals Dang business. It, that's what I was told. Oh, so yeah, it, regardless, it's a,
2: it's a single digit percentage. Yes. So what I was you, told it's a single So digit we're such a tiny fish. Entire country. So if you've you've you heard of that company, Anderson Yeah, of course. Anderson by renewal, whatever it is. So Anderson by Renewal in the United States purchases just that one company. They purchase more glass than all of Canada combined. So Again, what I've been told by different window manufacturers, uh, like the owners of the companies, we've had discussions with salespeople that are at the top or upper echelon of their field. So they have information that I have no reason not to trust what they say. And it seems to be the same story, is that Cardinal produces, they just want to look after their United States customers. And Canada is literally less than 5% of their total volume of sales. So Canada is an afterthought to them. You know what I mean? So 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 it goes back to the
1: conversation that Alex, you and I were having before the mics rolled. Yeah. About the whole Canadian, how we basically just threw away all All of our our resources, all our manufacturing
2: and just like political. There's another Canadian company that manufactures glass. I believe it's P G E or P and E. Forgot the actual name, but I was told that Cardinal has recently bought them out. So the United States company has bought out another Canadian A Canadian manufacturing glass company. And they, do they keep the facilities here? I, I don't know those details, but it's hard to find that information so out. So why can't not-
1: we just scrap everything and just start from scratch? And ju- it's just going to be ridiculously expensive. I to have do asked
2: that. a couple of larger companies that do windows and glass and asked them, what would it take? There's clearly a need. Mm-hmm. There's clearly a demand. So s- find the demand, make the supply a business does well. That's supply and demand. Yes. So what would it take for us to put together and make a glass foundry? That's what I don't know.
0: Um, see, I don't know either, but I think it comes down to a lot of red tape. It's like, and I, like you said, like we were saying earlier, it's like we've shipped all of our manufacturing out in an effort to go more
1: green. Like you you were saying about the trim, about yeah, like how it's... Uh, South American pine. South American pine shipped all, to Asia. Milled, manufactured, primed, primed, shipped shipped back here. here, And that's cheaper than actually doing all the steps here in Canada. So what does that go to? That goes to, I guess, the labor force. That goes to our incentives. So government isn't actually assisting any businesses. It's not attractive enough for businesses to set up shop here. Can you blame them? As, uh, anytime oh, you want to set up, it,
0: it's, them. it's like, not. oh, yeah, you got to pay your gas tax, your emissions, this, that, and oh, other, the
2: other. and all like, that crap, yeah. And depending on the business and depending on where you are, some municipalities will say they'll waive all these fees. They'll actually give them um, um, cuts in their taxes. Hey, you want to set up and build your widgets here? Yeah. All right, well, here's, we're going to say not charge you the full percent. We'll charge you, or we'll even give you prorated or what do they call it? Not discounted, but... Um, Tax or credit or something. Or tax, some credit kind of tax credit. Yeah, rebates. Rebates. They'll give you a rebate. Funny enough,
0: I'm sure, sure you listen to the news. I laugh every time I hear somebody say, uh, like on the news, say, oh, more jobs have been created in Canada. We're, we're at an all-time high for jobs. Where? Jobless rates at an all-time Where? High. That's what I say. I go, I don't know anybody who's not looking for an employee for anything. Yeah. Everybody's looking for people to work
1: and nobody wants to work. So how are we at an all-time low? I'm just concerned about the construction industry trying to figure out at what point do we say that we're not profitable now. You can only push prices of supplies to a certain point that it's not profitable for us to do this now. Yeah, that's the concern that I have.
0: I can tell you honestly, it's been close for a while. It's there's items where where people look at us and go, "Oh, you must make a killing on selling this caulking." no. You're, you're making, lucky, lucky you're probably making pennies, right? You're not making. It's less than a dollar on most of the Yeah. Items, right. And it's just yeah. so,
1: so you guys have seen standard. it over four decades. You've yeah. seen, like, you've gone through recessions, two of them. Mm-hmm. You're going through this now. Yeah. This one's going to hit hard. Yeah. It has to. I mean,
0: not that I know anything. I've never experienced it. But my father tells me, he goes, when we hit, it's going to be like hitting a wall. He goes, we're going to go from full tilt to dead stop. Is his prediction? Wow. Because all the people
1: that are buying from you are going to pull the brakes. That's it. Mm-hmm. They're going to go. We can't spend that money on this job. We can't do that job now.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like you are saying. You, you. I was asking like mm-hmm. how you sell. Like, like I when I come down, I'll buy volume because I am only coming down so often. Mm-hmm. But if I lived in the city, I mean, yeah, it'd be like visiting you like every other day like getting a bit of this bit of that bit yeah. of this to that and like then I his work starts time, to dry up people
0: that pass by every day right yeah. they're like oh do you have this this and this yeah of course here do you want me to load you up no it's okay i'll see you tomorrow that's for tomorrow's job okay like but then you like look, I'm I'm need like five sticks
2: of trim sure, sure, come I'm by say like, hello again, again. Yeah. yeah instead of so me buying mind. like a case of foam a case of caulking i'll you know oh i need like four tubes of this color four tubes Alex, how
1: fast are you going through the shims I know last time we talked, you like had skids and skids and skids of shims, but then skids and skids and skids. But it goes Um, fast. Our last
0: order, nine skids lasted us about a month. Really? 260-ish packs on a skid.
2: I mean, I bought one. (laughs) One skid? (laughs) One skid. But I mean, like, that's... How fast
1: do you go through that?
2: That's for the year
1: oh that's for the whole yeah. year it makes more sense for you to do that yeah. store it somewhere keep yeah. it
2: i have the facilities to store things like that so i don't mind buying in bulk and a lot of people don't yeah especially if they live in the city a lot of them are renting condos or
0: apartments yeah so they are they're parking they their trailers off site yeah they're parking the cube vans off
1: site whatever they have and S- if they're lucky they rent a storage unit what other materials like in in the shop there that are is it all across the board everything's pretty much getting attacked it's
0: pretty much across the board it's a lot of it shipping delays like we've been pretty lucky with a lot of our casing and our caulking yeah but aluminum we've never got so many calls for oh do you have black aluminum do you have this do you have that we got a lot last year but last year everybody was having issues for this year we started in november december ordering container lots which we've never done before. So we prepared like- I know, but you had increases
1: on the containers now. So like, where's your profit margin on that? Like running a business, I'm sure when your dad started, even your (laughs) granddad started, the profit was different then. They were looking at it going, here's the the classic retail model of how you're supposed to run a business. That doesn't exist today. No, I remember my father
0: telling me that late 80s, early 90s, there were some products specifically, let's say a roll of aluminum that he was selling for- the same price then as he was in like 2005 2006 wow so it went down it came up but the price was the same yeah so you can imagine how our profits went from you know this to this but i know you guys this. you guys did a this.
2: modest increase on aluminum a little while ago well
0: modest you got to think that compared
2: I'd say let's modest. let's say
0: last year alone i'm going to say 2021 i think the retail price on aluminum, I saw somewhere, someone actually charted it, um, was about 80 points, 80 to 90 points in what? one year. That's insane. Yeah. Well, I mean.
1: Well, Where is mean. it coming from?
0: You got to go all the way back to recycling, to the foundries, yeah. to, and we don't do any of that here. The aluminum we sell, most of it's recycled. We don't do any aluminum recycling here, my wow. understanding. You can buy virgin metal. No, but it's not worth it. No.
1: You're
2: not making any, nobody's going to buy it. That's Not the, the prices. You got to sell. Nobody over. will buy it. And sometimes it's cheaper to process it raw from the ground than it is to to recycle to recycle it. Is it really? Oh yeah, hundred percent That's I'm why sure. recycling is a hard sell because it costs more. It takes more to recycle a lot of product to turn it into something else, like paper. Again, my information going with what I've seen, documentaries, things I've heard. But it it's cheaper just to go and strip a forest, get your paper from the trees than it is to recycle paper and turn it back into paper. That reminds me, I was actually walking through Lee Valley and
1: everybody that's been to yeah. Lee Valley. <laughs> you can't walk out of there without buying something, right? So no, one of the dangerous One of the tough. many things that I bought was an actual notepad made from wood paper. So yeah. it was actually little thin sheets of wood paper and I, I didn't get to use it because I just- It's so pretty and nice yes, want to yes, touch yes, it. Yes. Yeah, I know those problems. <laughs> yeah.
2: I got lots of notebooks like that. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it.
1: All right. We got to take, let me, let me do a little history with you guys, but I totally forgot. And you know what? We should actually plan to do this, right? Um, give a little shout out to Andrew Lusso, Luso Designs there. Yes. Man. And have yourself, have Joe, have L- Andrew there, and maybe have a little window show, a window and door show here. And then, um, Put up the ring and just let you guys duke it out. <laughs>
0: oh. Can I watch? <laughs> that, that would be can interesting. I come in and watch?
1: you can watch the show. That'll be interesting to watch, right? But I
2: know Andrew has moved into Windows now. I gave him the contact to pain. Oh nice. Because he's diver- expanding. diversifying.
1: Good for him. So all right, so a little shout out to Andrew there. Uh history guys, I wanna ask you, gentlemen, which country has the safest construction industry? It ain't us. Germany?
0: Uh, Close. That's what I was going to say somewhere. You're close.
1: Poland. Poland, okay. Proudly lowest incident rate of 4%. Uh, the biggest construction company in Poland mentions on its website that Poland became one of the countries with the lowest rate of most serious accidents, 5.18% at construction sites. Uh, what is the healthiest building material? There are 10.
0: The healthiest? Yeah. <laughs> i mean i'd hope it's aluminum
1: but, you know, it's uh, our industry but uh, no no nah, aluminum's I not didn't there think so no it's not there uh, non-toxic paint uh clear paint uh so zero like latex VOC. oh mate- okay materials yeah so plants i don't even understand how plant i guess plant i guess hardscaping landscaping yeah, insulation nice. uh indoor air quality monitors acoustical panels daylight is on this list glass is on this list shock pad Shock pads like a cushy, rolly uh, material, stainless steel, and reclaimed wood. Hmm. These are the healthiest materials. Uh, what is the best country uh, to become an engineer?
2: Germany. Wouldn't Canada. Be a Canada. <laughs> I was about to say it wouldn't Canada. be
1: Canada. And it, I, it's actually kind of fitting because I think we're over-engineered here. I think we yeah. have way too much going on with engineering. We've got way too many inspectors asking for engineers. So Canada, India second, China's third, oh. France And New Zealand and United States is at number six. Oh.
2: I know that we spoke about that before with the engineering, is they engineer the liability out of it. If it's gotta be rated for
1: Well, that's why they over engineer. Over near,
2: like if it's gotta be rated for ten thousand pounds, we're gonna design that for a hundred thousand or whatever, just so there's no risk of failure.
0: Speaking of inspectors, I forgot. I was thinking about you, it was probably a couple months ago, I was driving to my fiance's place. I got nothing bad to say about them. No, no, hang on. <laughs> it was a Saturday afternoon, I had to do a double take. Why? Because I'm driving past a condo building that's going up near near her place. Okay. I saw a blue hat walking offside, it was like two 2.30 in the afternoon on a Saturday.
1: That's the Ministry of Labor. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, I gotta take a picture, but by the time I did the double take, it was like way behind me. <laughs> I was like, holy smokes, on a Saturday, I gotta tell Manny about this?
1: <laughs> I don't have, know Why
2: do they wear The blue hats I've done that I, I have actually I have half a dozen Hard hats Different colors And if I'm ever just Carlito's done that As a joke If okay? I'm just in and the I'm mood like, I'll pull up the sights Put the hat on get You st- do not Walk out with a clipboard You do not joke about that And man. I, I walk not joke about <laughs> that But I can
0: see Carlito Getting away with it Because he kind of Knows the code Probably he, better than some inspectors. Heard your stories. He
1: kind of know. <laughs> <laughs> he kinda knows TV code. Uh, no, I, 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 it's almost like you're in a western, and all of a sudden you know who's the bad guy or the good guy or whatever, just by wearing that blue, that, that dark blue. Yeah, I wonder if are we the only country that does that? Well. That our safety reps or inspectors wear a specific colored hard hat to identify to everybody that were common.
0: Well, the old joke was, you know, you always know who the uh, site super is because he's walking around in a white hat and he's clean. Yeah,
1: exactly. Spotless. And
2: and that's what I started doing. I bought one of them hard hats that has the brim around the whole thing. The minor ones, yeah. Just because from sun, from rain, just I thought it looked kind of nice. And I put that on and I showed up to the one site the one day. We're doing all these windows in a, a, it's a residential. But uh, again, I showed up there and I was in, relatively clean my new like just pants new clothes for that day their work gear but i mean i was clean and i walked out had the hat on and like everyone's staring undercover oh yeah (laughs) they all literally thought i was like literally like undercover contractor They thought i was like a narc kind of thing (laughs) it wasn't until you know the end of the end of that week people started talking and it's like telling me about the hat i was wearing and i'm like you guys need to get a life like
1: like 21 Jump Street, eh? Like 21 <laughs> Contractors Street. Yeah, it's like there's undercover contractors. Hello fellow working men.
2: How are you today? Just like me, a regular guy, right? Yeah, how's it
1: going? What's your name? Shall we go get a cup of, what's it called? Coffee, yes. Get, get the cop off of me, man. Just get him out of here. Yeah, what I'm
0: told a lot of them can't be bothered to work when they're on the clock. I can't see them doing undercover work. Yeah, Yeah.
1: exactly. Huh? What are they going to be parked in? I don't know, man. That's yeah, a whole other world. Up Civic that could be a funnier guy video. Their man. Buddies, Ford F-150. <laughs> 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 they'll be in a brand new lightning. That's yeah. what they'll be in. Uh, you know what? Let's just for shits and giggles, let's play politicians, man. What if we were actually to change the whole manufacturing game here? How would we go about doing that?
0: We'd probably have to they would probably have to loosen some uh, some of these green requirements and lower carbon taxes no, and see, i got
1: problem with green uh, incentives it, because they're not necessi- okay can we follow green from the conception to the actual delivery to a client the problem with green is is
0: like you know i love how much you love uh, sorry excuse me i know how much you love electric EVs, cars yeah EVs. everybody talks about how green they are but they're power's got to come from somewhere you got to strip mine, the lithium and any other minerals and metals and whatever's got to go into They never factor
1: it. that in into the actual per, like manufacturing of that product.
0: No, but if you were to go buy a two by four, they're going to break down from the minute that seed's planted Yeah, to the tree grows. Yeah. and. But why when it comes to an EV,
1: we're not doing the same thing? Because uh, if you actually gave up that information, you'd realize that it's not very green. Yeah. But that's how it is, right? I've had clients before tell me, well, we want to make the house very green. We want to rental this very green. And I, and I just tell them, I go, don't do it. That's the that's greenest the thing you can do. trees, yeah. walk away. Don't do it. Because yeah. you're going to have the manufacturing, the delivery, the trucks, the, all the stuff, the cutting, all everything. That's all contributing to a green waste.
2: I just watched, um, what's his name, that politician, Pierre Polyev. Yeah. And he was just, and he, and he opened his statement. I think they were in the legislature. And he said about fried green tomatoes. Just talking. I about think it. I saw. That, yeah, no, basically saying that, that the local farmer who gr- grows his specific breed of tomato on site there, but because of the increased carbon tax, this and that, it's now affecting him in a way because he's a local operator. He's got to sell it, whatever the pro- whatever the price was. Now, for him to even turn a profit and live and sustain his farm, is, is like five dollars per unit, versus. The tomatoes you would purchase, say from South America, uh, from wherever, Peru, wherever, and it's got to be shipped. None of them follow our carbon footprint regulations, so they're sending up product that's going to have to be farmed down there, shipped up here, sent up here, all through the amount of fossil fuel needed to get those south american products Into to here bag. increases our carbon footprint and they probably tenfold lose less produce to and insects it's like and, because and it's they're like, allowed to and use proper fertilizer Yeah, and and it's like 80% of the cost pesticides. it's like say say $2 a unit which puts our guy out of business and that's when he was like like you know just stating that like we need to do more local so the carbon t- the carbon taxes things like that they need to be fairly allocated to people coming up here, as soon as they cross the border, as soon as they cross the border, those companies, those trucks are now going to be taxed on the appropriate carbon use they use. Where the local guys who are making it, you can, you, know, you can grow it in their farm. You can drive down there, whatever, have, pick it up, and that's going to be less. It doesn't have to be more. I know. I, so I, I how do we that, do
1: that here in Canada, though? How do we make you guys, you you suppliers? Like, this product was grown, manufactured, processed, put here, and then shipped to you. It didn't need to leave on a boat or a transporter. We're it, literally remake the we do entire that?
2: system, right? Because all these yeah, manufacturers are from everywhere, everywhere. The country's because large you, enough. Yeah, but it, it, kicked
1: it all You out. can't do the entire system. Can you do the. No, well, this is it. It's, it's, sure, cost, why couldn't
0: you? it's cost. We have the land. I yeah. think I heard somewhere the government of Canada owns like 90% of the available land in Canada. It's only 10 to 11% that. We have the te- technically the
2: crown crown land, yeah. the crown yes. because they we're part stopped, of the Commonwealth. they stopped yes. selling that out in like the 70s around uh, land
1: i'm just trying to figure out how we can do that so then all of a sudden the end user which is the contractor the tradesperson, can start making the profit that they sh- were i guess planning or projecting in their business or is not this is not doable
0: i, I don't know with they, with our labor laws here i think it'll be very difficult it'll be it'll be really expensive
2: Well, it's like even little things like where we are up in Collingwood, Thornbury, Blue Mountains, you cannot get locals to harvest apples, um, all the different produce that is produced up there. I mean, so Thornbury is renowned for its apple production. Okay. Or if you have guys. So what
1: do you mean? Nobody wants to do that job? No. No. They bring what they, because the lab, like they're not paying for that job properly. Even or? if
2: they pay, I've I've heard about what they pay eighteen, twenty bucks. If they found a local kid to come and do it, they, they won't and, do it. No, they bring up migrants from Mexico, um, South America for a season, from Jamaica, and they have and they have they have built bunk houses. They have like it's literally bringing up teams of men from other countries because they're
1: cheaper or they want to do
2: it. They're the only ones that'll do it. The locals so won't locals do won't do it? Nope. Wow. To pick the apples, to tend to the crops, to tend to any of the large production scale mm-hmm. things. That's, and that's, that's been going up there for like years. And year of so course the businesses get tax credits, rebates, get incentives to bring people up here.
0: Oh yeah, because they need people to work. And, I
2: mean. the, and the brutal part is is you want to see how racist the small communities are. Most people are accepting, but there's still those out there that when they see migrants from other countries... Oh, they're stealing They their have an jobs? opinion? Oh, the opinions. Really? Uh, they're the, stealing our jobs. In 2022? It's the little words. Really? It's the it's the little digs. It's the degradation of words <sighs> that some kind of pop in. Those people, I just I'm that. glad
1: that I'm culturally blind, man. I just, I, I'll hate you if you do something bad to me. I won't and hate I mean, you because of who you are or color exactly, or whatever, I'll right? I'll hate
2: you if you're a jerk. I don't yeah, care about anything that's else. That's it. I go old school hate. That's yeah. it. Skin color doesn't affect you being an idiot. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> well,
1: are you having the same problem with employees or like nobody wants to get into the game?
0: Okay, so luckily we found one. Uh, my brother came back. How? So where, where? Okay, where? Okay. Uh, one of the job boards, indeed ZipRecruiter, one of those. Okay. My brother put up an ad for us and we probably had, I think he said it was like a ridiculous number of replies. 50, 100 people emailed. So... My brother starts responding to. That's all these a good people. amount. Yeah, my brother starts responding to all these people, saying, "Hey, do you want to come in for an interview?" That if I one person, I may ask when was the fifty one person? One person replied to my brother's
2: reply. When was the ad posted? What part of the month? Oh, like towards the end of the month.
0: I don't remember. Okay, I'll tell remember. you why. Why after oh, in July. I'll tell you why after. No, because to stay on a lot of these government programs, there it is. Ei, there it is. There it is. You <laughs> just need to show that you're attempting to look for work. I've heard of this crap, man. Your
2: job is not to get a job. Your job is to actively Pretending. look for a job. So, to every two weeks, you got to report in, and you have to show them that hey, here's what I found. I, I found, got no reply. Sorry, I found all this. I, I, you know what I mean. I've had guys. I, I've told people, you show up and work. I've said. I've set jobs. I've stopped doing those because it's basically a scam, you know, it, because of it. It's like, all they need to do is show they're looking for a job. They don't have to get a job, but if they're, well, you know, I couldn't find anything. I've tried. I've, I've money, never please. applied
1: for EI. So I don't, what percentage of EI is, is it the same as the Serb crap that was going on? Is that how much uh, money did they be getting? I don't understand. I couldn't month? tell you. I've never, I don't okay. even know if I can because I work for my father. So Yeah. yeah. But is it like half of what a normal wage would be? I think it's so. I think it's based like on that. your
2: previous earnings. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So if you so you need to work so in order to collect EI, um, you have to pay into it first of all. Well, you need to pay into it, and you need to pay into it for a certain amount of time, time. over a certain amount, and, and once you've paid into it for a certain amount, of, it's it's it's. If I recall, I've never been on it, but if you've paid into it for a certain amount of time, and then you get laid off, so seasonal workers right the guys uh yeah, yeah. The landscapers things like that and then over the winter time they will they'll get it they get their allotted amount based on how much they've earned you need to work a certain amount you've worked say so many days i think there's like on an average year there's 230 odd working days and you've worked say i don't know 150 of them 100 yeah. whatever it is you've worked so much and then you're you're now allowed to get paid but again you're paid a percentage of what your total pay was so
0: correct me if i'm wrong but i mean if anybody's going to fact check me you can email manny i don't want to hear it, uh, <laughs> sure, send it to me. but i think the junk the, the three of us at this table because we're technically self-employed i know myself not we're not directly, allowed. but we're not allowed yeah. but we
1: still have to pay into it yeah as an employee of your business yeah. you still have to pay into it the same way you pay into pension cpp right yeah. so you're still contributing to it Mm-hmm. But then you're getting these 50 kids that are applying for a job, and one's applying, That's are
2: responding. As a sole proprietor, I don't think you can. But let's say I'm incorporated. No, sole proprietor, you can if you're incorporated. But if I'm incorporated, I'm now an employee of my
1: business, and the employee can, but the employee yeah. still has to pay into it. Yeah,
2: but how do I? Yeah. So you have to. So if it you're an employee, you start I think, as. That. I think it depends on how you're set up in your business yeah. structure. Yeah. Right. Because as an employee, as mean. I can be an owner of my business, so I would get paid a certain amount, I'd collect my check, but then any profits, proceeds from the business, how that gets allocated back to the board members of the corporation, whether through dividends, uh, bonuses, stocks, things like that, or the money gets pumped back around and gets allocated into other assets. It's yeah. I wonder if there's a country out there that doesn't
1: have a problem getting people into construction. That'd be a
0: good question. It would probably, I mean, I see the benefits of, let's say, an unemployment-type program. But I remember hearing, you know, when my grandfather came over, however many years ago that was. Six.
2: Six years.
3: <laughs>
0: six no, years. that would have been yeah. the 60s, 70s, right? 60s, 70s, seventies, eighties. 60s, 70s, 80s, he even was the told, 90s, He man. was told, he got here, you get here today, tomorrow you go to work. Yeah. Or you're getting you're, back on a boat and you're going yeah, home.
1: That's exactly it.
0: So I don't understand why we can't have some kind of program to say, okay, here's a job. You go tomorrow. If you don't show up to work, we're cutting.
2: Well, people might feel triggered.
0: And I'm not saying everybody needs to do that. And like I said, I can see.
2: I believe everybody where needs it to could do help that. people. I think everybody should be doing These programs,
0: that. but I think
1: everybody should be have to work. Are there contribute. not incentives? Like, I mean. I was a little You're surprised to hear from Ava's when the electrician, Mike, was talking. Yeah. I think it was also the two Mikes. Yeah. They were talking they about paid the incentive. For it all. Well, no, they paid for all of it. Yeah, and they they, they basically Even got the, plumbing. the grants and everything. That, but it like, was actually whoa. doubled for females. Yeah, so females. the females were receiving twice as much uh, than the males were receiving for incentives to get into hmm. the trades,
2: Just to get women into the trades. And, Which is yeah, great.
1: I, yeah,
0: I don't think it's a bad thing at all. Yeah. I mean, so much for equality, but... I don't think it's a bad thing either. Well, we but there should be more
1: incentives from the government to get into construction. I
0: agree with that completely.
1: But who's doing that? Nobody's doing that.
2: No. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd have to look. I don't know who else. I mean, in some countries, it's, you know, you hear Jordan Peterson talk about, Inequality of men versus women, and yeah, that's a whole other. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's it's other. it's it's interesting to hear. You know, why aren't there women bricklayers? Things like that, and I and I a brick and chick. I, There's a few. There's yeah, more yeah. than a few. And I mean, yeah. and I love seeing like you know, uh, it, it's not. I don't even. To me, it's not even a matter of male female in the industry. Just We just need people in Passionate the industry. Passionate people that want to be in the industry, yeah, yeah. period. That's Do all it is. I'm I not, seeing more and more females coming into like roofing, and to, into trades But I think generally regarding male the male incentives, we might also incredible. be a
1: little ignorant on that because there might be a bunch of stuff that, that we don't even know. And okay. it's not until you dive into your business that you start realizing that you start speaking to an experienced tax person or an accountant. Mm-hmm. They start yeah. telling you all the benefits that you can get for your business because of your business, because the way you've set it up. Mm-hmm. So I bet you there are a bunch of incentives that we really don't know or they haven't made them clear for yeah. us to understand them so we can use them yeah but i mean who wants to read all of that jargon online to or, go through that stuff or hire someone to do it to do
0: that and say hey this is a potential for you it's like okay so i'm paying you to tell me where the potential is but then i still have to do let's say there's companies you can get a ton of money in grants and rebates for r&d yeah i mean we've been in business 40 years didn't know anything about it till we had someone show up for one machine and goes well you're past the date now because you bought it however long ago and you designed it however long ago, but R and D should go with the it, times, man. Yeah. What did what, what did my father know at the time? He just needed a machine to do
1: a product. I so, know. Okay. But now you, you need to it. upgrade that machine. You need to evolve. You yeah. To, so then that's another grant. You start applying for that, and then you yeah. start contributing. and there's companies that just do that on a rotating basis
0: every few years. Okay, they I know it. Upgrade because they know. And it's like, well, now that I know,
1: now that we know. Hopefully we can make it work for us and help us out a little
3: bit.
0: I know that
1: there's a uh, Paolo from Marble Marble from our event. He was actually telling me that there's a bunch of grant applications that you can fill out for any new products that you develop that are developed here in Canada. The government will actually pay you to further develop that product. Mm-hmm. And as, but you've got to keep a whole paper trail of all the expenses that you're putting Everything. towards this, right? Yeah. And then you can actually offset a bunch of the costs of your great idea to produce something. But what I like
2: about what you guys are doing, too, is you're just you're not just focused on one, like you're diversified as hell. I Somewhere. mean, like you're I mean, you're getting into like all your products that you're caring for, like uh, aluminum. Yeah, and we've You're got some tools trim, now. I mean, the tools you so guys are been been able to Sell you sell
0: any tools, by the way? But I mean, we're gonna have to change your color.
2: But it's the but it's the consumables. <laughs> right? It's the knife. Who's leg. buying? Like I don't.
1: Know, I'm seeing guys selling tools. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing tradespeople selling tools on either IG or Kijiji. They're downsizing their tools, and for good reason. I predicted that years ago, man. Yeah. I said I think everybody's just been getting greedy, and and we've all we're we're guilty of this. You walk into a store. Oh, yeah. I want to buy. I want to buy. I want to buy. But then all of a sudden you start realizing it's a few thousand dollars you don't need it uh, so now you want to sell it for half the price to somebody else that may
2: want it so but these guys are smart because they're selling a lot of the consumables so yeah. well that's, that's not the drills need, but like the drill that. bits the yeah. oscillating saw blades the knife blades the you know,
1: correct me if yeah. i'm wrong jay isn't it kind of nice to hold a drill that i mean once in a while i'll, I'll grab my nycad bosch you know what i mean because i still have it i'm
2: sorry to hear that go on <laughs>
1: But it's nice to know that I have a tool here that's been around for 15 oh, yeah. years
2: or whatever, and I'm still just, using it. But it's funny. I still I go through my tools every now and then, all down in the basement, just moving, cleaning, whatever.
1: Hanging pictures?
2: But, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he's a DeWalt guy. That's right. He's a DeWalt guy. <laughs> oh, it broke. Oh, I'm sorry. DeWalt. He's a DeWalt guy. But I'll find tools that were my dad's. Now he wasn't a he wasn't um, a contractor. Are they like still that. in the case or are they still in the box? Well, just like planes and just just like tools that like you know when we were younger, you look at tools. Remember the blow torches with the actual tank on the bottom? You would fill it with like naphtha fuel or something in it. Yeah, can, you know things yeah. like that. And just <laughs> and like, they work I mean, forever. But even like my <laughs> still even work? like an old like Stanley or or um, Black and Decker, like the tools that were like all like big silver heavy-cased aluminum housings things like that and you think about how long something lasts electric no battery yeah oh yeah but it's just like even like the old drills and that smell from the burning of those of the windings if you overwork it and you look at the tools now and i just think like some of the tools like you know uh, like all the plastic stuff it's i mean i'll destroy a drill in a year things only have a lifespan if you use so you it you already day.
1: have predictions of knowing that you buy something it's that gonna, tool yeah. is outlive itself yeah within a a year
2: yeah that's not right i mean but but, but who cares i mean if you switch to ab- red it might last longer all
1: oh, right hang on we've got both lines are you red. oh really <laughs> so you got hilti and milwaukee
0: yeah well hilti we've got to order we don't stock we've never really stocked how it. does that that's whole like, relationship
1: i was actually funny as i was driving around the Mississauga area there behind the new amazon mm-hmm. That whole facility is weird. Just to enter yep. there, and I hate their speed bumps. By the way, like I can tell you, I don't think I've ever been there. I went there well, once when they
0: did the grand opening of that facility. Just down the
1: street is the Hilti. Mm-hmm. I saw a brand new Hilti tower or tower building warehouse, whatever. It's I'm pretty saying, wicked warehouse. That's, that's I Hilti went, heaven. I went to the I grand guess. opening there. Is that yeah? It was, yeah, it was, it was really, pretty cool. Yeah, the, their order flows pretty, pretty slick. So how does it work for you guys? You can be an authorized dealer because Hilti is particular
0: about who. Technically, we're not an authorized distributor. Of healthy products but because we purchase so much of their foam specifically for the window and door guys um they let you play ball they they let us play ball i mean the discounts let, best friends say, with the tools their best friends aren't aren't fantastic <laughs> compared to but but it's the same with any tool brand let's say like you know well, oh there's on, some tool on, brands that will let anybody play ball that's true <laughs> well there's a lot of them they won't even respond to emails that's really we ended up with milwaukee that, Realistic, honestly, I can say I had reached out a few times over the years to different companies. Uh, TTI is the only one that eventually did get back. Really? Well, the first one. DeWalt in the U.S. responded to me right away. They're like, here, here, here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to something, know. I was then. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, oh, you're in Canada? Mm, no, I can't help you. I'll forward this to one of our Canadian reps who never responded. Radio silent. Radio silent. <laughs> I would love to I don't get-
1: blame them. We're a small shop. I'd We're love for the grand scheme Hilti of things on this show. We're like, not a, I really would love to get Hilti on this show. I got a lot of good. respect for Hilti's products. Yeah. I do, and how they position themselves. Good tools. A lot of my personal tools are Hilti. They're great tools. Yeah, but well, you, you,
0: my heavy demolition. You're getting them at a my discount. Heavy, my man. heavy um, demolition <laughs> stuff is I'll, Hilti. Well, I'll be honest. I, those ones there was by they they used to do promos before all this COVID. Oh, crap. Okay, all right. Buy X amount of dollars, we'll give you a tool bag with a couple of drills in that.
1: Up with most of my personal tools, so. <laughs> but I mean, if you were to outfit yourself with a whole Hilti line and compare it to like a Dewalt line, you're twice surprised,
2: no? Probably more, even more, huh? Even yeah. more, but at the same time, it's the
0: quality's there. But the the, the quality is there. Th- But for
2: for the general tools, your your saws, your drills, your grinders. But what about the general guys like yourself? You're buying something
1: that's going to get toasted after a year, and you're like,
2: okay, so it failed, done, bye. I'm going to go get another one. But it's not about it failing. I mean, a reciprocating saw lasts me a year. Like, I've made my money back off. A
1: reciprocating saw lasts you a year?
2: But I mean, what fails on it? So on the DeWalt tools that I use... It's typically on the older shaft um, where the, where you clip the uh, blade into it. it. It that little quick clip is then attached to a tube, which goes in and that's you know you don't see it. It's inside the tool, but that tube breaks. I've only had two of them break. It just cracks. It just cracks and it comes out. But I mean, like, and it's not worth repairing. I mean, I take out like hundreds of windows and cut countless two by sixes, fours. I mean. We put that thing I mean we drop it it gets so hot sometimes you can't touch it I mean I get one job out of it it's made it's money Same thing with the hammer like you know but I'm saying I like, know, I mean, but a cordless reciprocating but saw again, is, again is, on a, is professional, what? a good one is like 400 bucks 300 no, no? no like 100 a hundred for a Dewalt? Or they're like a, just the regular ones are like a hundred when I get them. Oh, I know when I get them, I get them for like a hundred, hundred and thirty bucks <laughs> after a job. That's great. So I'll buy like six. Wow, paper now, mache line. Eh? Okay. Oh yeah, I mean they have they have a subcompact <laughs> one, um, and I've yet to break that. Like the the the, um, the impact guns. Okay. Like I'll get a couple years out of that, but we're hammering on them. Like that's the one thing we're. Wasn't
1: it recently where everybody was just. Um, stroking each other's ego on the impact guns, talking about the shortest. I've got the um, shortest. Yeah. I've got the, short. no, the shortest. No, you've got the shortest. I've got the shortest. Is, a,
2: is it, I mean, it really you worth watch guys, it? You watch guys see how fast they can drive them in, and it's like, well, that's great, but nobody's working that hard. I can have a gun that takes longer to drive it in, but if you have a gun that's driving it in faster, but you have, I don't know, irritable bowel syndrome, you're going to spend an extra two hours a day on the can... And I'm still going to be faster because my tool's slower, <laughs> but I've got a perfectly healthy gut flora. So too bad for I, you. I would put the
1: longest, <laughs> or like Robinson bit, on the shortest impact. A lot on. of people do that, and we I would sell six-inch driver bit. Do it just to annoy the hell out of everybody all That's day. Six-inch driver bits go all day, and then you see them pull the, the impact out. And I never understood it. I think it's Misaka Hardware sells the twelve-inch Robbie bits, eh? Oh, yeah. And they're That's all color coded.
2: Yeah, and uh, and it's red. I just used the four and a and half. And I keep on
1: asking them why isn't the twelve inch one not black?
2: <laughs> it's too thin. <laughs> it's only a quarter inch. I don't joint. understand, yeah. but I
1: think they got the two inch one right because it's yellow, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden the I was like, okay, yeah.
2: The, well, number two is number that two is right red. Over right, over head. Head. Right, over <laughs> right over his head. Right over <laughs> his head. <laughs> right over his head. Right over his head. You'll have to
1: listen to the show again to figure that one out. Damn it. <laughs> yeah but I don't, I don't understand what the big deal is okay so i'd, I'd never like tools okay i can drill a hundred screws in five seconds and versus i can yeah. drill but for me what it comes the, down hilti to doesn't play that game not really they
0: say this is our tool this is our tool that, and that's what i have on it and, you buy it and
2: you know what festool doesn't play that game either but it's no. industry specific right festool, festool and hilti don't make nailers so what's the point? For me, no, it was Hilti about doesn't have a nailer. But for they me, came it out was with a b- jigsaw a couple years I ago. I thought I
1: saw Hilti with a framing nailer. But still, what's a
0: framing mm. nailer to a trim guy? No, that would no, probably be um, that would have been somebody else for the shots.
1: Oh, okay, for, yeah, for a gun, yeah, yeah, okay, not, not like a Concrete framing shots, nailer, yeah, yeah, okay.
2: But for me, it's battery battery platform. I remember back in the day. So beho- you
1: think honestly, Dewalt has the best battery platform? It right have, now.
2: It doesn't have it's the it has the best for me because. The myriad of tools that I need to do, I just want one style of battery that fits all my tools. Everybody
1: wants that. Yeah.
2: But they finally came out with the laser levels that now take the 20-volt batteries. I was thrilled when they had the laser levels that came out with the 12-volt batteries. Because whenever I went to use my laser and I had to stick in double A's, they're always dead. That's they're so always annoying. dead. And I was so like, so annoying. I know. think that's annoying. So when they came out with the 12 volt, great. Now they got the 20 volts, great. I bought a few of those. What Do I don't order?
1: like about the Bo- sorry, what I don't like about the Bosch laser and the battery is the 12 volt, the little mini one, the small one that you can only put it on it. You can't put the higher amp yeah. 12 volt version oh, I see. on it cuz of the way the base is thicker or whatever and it's yeah. annoying to me. I can't stand that.
2: So but for me it was always about battery, one battery for everything. And at the time DeWalt by the time Milwaukee caught up with their nailers by the time everyone else is caught up with an 18 gauge a 16 gauge of framing by the time Everyone's caught up. I'm already, you know immersed into one brand so I'm gonna completely just buy a whole new platform. I don't want to no, have that. It. That you'll never do. I guarantee you. No, but unless I mean, you've gotten to the point where you're
1: completely frustrated, unless with I got, every tool. unless
2: everything yeah. got stolen, that's the other thing, or a hurricane yeah. came out and took everything out. And if that was the case, then the insurance pays it all out, and I'm like, well, don't need to work anymore. Yeah. So, well, speak, d- speaking
0: d- of catching up, uh, the carpenters, the woodworking guys will be excited. The Milwaukee finally announced the track saw. We don't have we don't have a, don't have a, a date yet yeah. for release, but they finally announced the track saw
1: officially little, this time. I mean, I mean,
2: first it was Festool. They're a little late no, to was moon it fe- there, right? Was I, I I'd I'd agree no, with not that. Makita. Yeah. Everybody,
1: like, listen. I've used the Dewalt track saw; mm-hmm. it's good. I've used the Festool; it's good. Yeah. I I have the Bosch one now. It's good. They're all good. There isn't a negative thing about anybody's track saw. Yeah. But that's been years in the in the game. Right? And the only reason yeah, I got I the Dewalt
2: track saw was because the battery platform. I've got plenty of sixty volts. I still
1: I have a corded and I still love it. I don't yeah, care. Yeah. It's part of the routine when you're setting up a track saw, and you just know that your instinctively hand has to do that little. Mm-hmm. dance with yeah. the cord to get it over that's yeah. all it is right i've gotten so used to it but i mean yeah. would i spend the extra money for a battery version of that same track saw maybe one day like i had to buy depends one how so much was, you'd use it yeah. i think everybody's that's different yeah. but if it's something you're using every day and, and you have to bring it to site exactly that's i'd, I'd say yes a lot of people will go for it but i mean i had the battery miter saw and i i went right back to the corded. corded.
2: yeah i bought that battery saw and i was i mean it doesn't matter no but
1: your dual one is smart because you can still plug it in
2: no, no, no! I have the mm-hmm. small seven and a quarter. Oh, and that you thing can't is, plug that in. No, you can't plug it in. You, I mean, if you really, the problem with it is even with a brand new blade, and even putting a twelve amp there's power no power, 60, it's got power. But even with the best blade I've, I've found, there's still tear out. Seriously? Yeah, I suck so bad. I use it all the time because if I'm, if i they, they if sold I'm, all those miter saws on the convenience. If of I'm, if team. I'm rough cutting, if I'm MDF, it's who Still cares? a seven, seven, MDF, and a or seven, and a seven and a quarter, seven and a half blade. seven and a quarter. But it doesn't matter if it's a ten inch or a twelve inch blade.
0: Yes, if you're, if it's portable, it's convenient to have it on battery. But yeah, here's the biggest. I'm going to say ninety nine out of a hundred times when you're bringing it to a site, there's going to be power. I've somewhere. never been
2: anywhere where there isn't that's, power.
1: That's what I mean. There's it's always convenient be power. for a quick one or two cuts. But yeah. If I, Personally, I don't know,
2: but like we can order you one if you want. Like the job we're we're doing now. No,
1: hang on a sec. I got a question about the Milwaukee Mm -hmm. track saw coming out. Have they smartened up and made the Arbor the exact same size as every other blade? Or they've done the stupid thing that Festool, Bosch, DeWalt, all of them have where they made their own Arbor? Yeah. Uh, To be honest, I- You have to buy a specific blade for a track saw. The Arbor is different.
2: I didn't know that. Oh, Yeah. Because you'll yeah. buy a regular know, blade
1: thinking, I'll just got to slap I that know blade, that's the can't. case
2: on the DeWalt. DeWalt makes a little mini circular tile cutting, a wet tile cutting yep. saw. And that is a metric arbor. Mm-hmm. So you can't just go and buy like a four and a half inch.
1: Why is that? Because they yeah. brought that product from overseas and they're bringing it into the imperial world I, here. I, I really I think don't, that don't know. I something. could look at that though. Um, I bet you well, when Mo- I get back to the Milwaukee office, I'll take a smart, look at it. They would, they'd go with the, universal 38 arbor i'd make so many tradespeople yeah. happy i'm yeah. telling you that I right now. i think it's three eights right i don't know no five eights five eights sorry but five it's eights. not su- on the track saw it's not five eights it's metric no. it's different yeah. yeah obc talk guys how much you guys know about dead loads and live loads one's dead one's not <laughs> I, know, I know what they are what is I the, the what difference are, between dead loads and live loads dead loads are static forces that are relatively constant for an extended period of time. They can be in tension or compression. The term can refer to a laboratory test method or to a normal usage of material or structure. Live loads are usually variable moving loads. So yeah. basically...
2: You have people what over. What's yeah. the live load of my deck going to be? Exactly. Yeah.
1: The people moving. Uh, but it's interesting in, in, in this whole little spiel here, live loads, right? So three examples of live loads. Live loads uh, are also applied to imposed loads or variable actions, so may vary over time and often result for, uh, from occupancy and structure. Typical live loads may include people. The action of the wind. I didn't know that the wind itself was considered a live load. Furniture is a live load. Vehicles. If you've got a vehicle in your house, you've got other problems than live loads. Snow. The weight. Snow is eventually. Oh, yeah, 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 you're rushing me here, man. The weight of books in your house is a live load. Oh yes, yeah, because they're coming on uh, yeah. thing them One thing and that one thing that I paid
2: attention to during COVID for live loads is um, weight equipment, workout equipment. Oh, hundred percent. Like I mean that stuff can weigh like <laughs> types of loads
1: acting on a structure are dead loads, imposed loads, wind loads, snow loads, earthquake loads, special loads. I don't know what special loads are. I'll show you later. Is is a roof <laughs> special Is a roof a dead or a live load? A dead load. It's a dead load. Yeah. Dead loads are structural loads of constant magnitude over time. They include the self weight of structural members such as walls, plasters, ceilings, floors, beams, columns, and roofs. Um, Is snow dead or live?
2: That's a live load.
1: That's a live load, right? Every changing live loads like snow and ice are temporary weights on the structure. Dead loads are also the permanent parts of the building that add to the weight of the structure. Is water a live load? It would be live. Um, Standing water or rainwater? Well, hang on. In your house, how many places do you have water bathtubs?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Got to be a dead load. I assume live. Is it yeah. live? It's Maybe? a live load. I guess because you can vary how much you fill your bathtub. Exactly right. I remember you I had to do. Flush. I had to do two yeah. cast
1: iron tubs, and we had to calculate the weight of the water included, the weight of the tub, yeah. and that determined the structure because 60 on center joists will not suffice. No, no. Yeah. Way. I think I remember you talking about that. yeah, like like I, I think I think ninety. I, I don't know. Don't quote me on it. I think ninety gallons of water in a tub is something like nine hundred pounds. Oh my gosh! And then you add what your average a person fifty to two hundred pound person. Yeah, that's a lot of load on those sixteen centers, right?
2: And did you know? And
1: that cast iron
0: tub isn't light
1: either. No, the
2: amount of water that you displace if you took that water and weighed it—that's how much you weigh.
0: It's a lot of work. <laughs> I could just step on a scale. I just step on it, exactly. <laughs>
1: Live loads are the anticipated weight of furniture, mer- uh, merchandise occupants, and the contents of pipes, even the water in the pipes, and water heaters. Mm. Because uh, we just assume that water heaters are always in the basement, but sometimes water heaters are not just That's in the true. basement, right? Yeah. And the forces exerted by wind, rain, snow, and earthquake.
2: Yeah, because you're not always running plumbing down yeah, I guess. down like a beam. It's going through the floor joists. That's going to add. You put like enough of those in. Exactly. Right through the engineered up. beam
1: exactly <laughs> cut right through it we're talking to alex and jay universal aluminum products uh universal alex at universal products.ca and it's on instagram at universal aluminum products what are you guys planning for next year man 2023 the year that um the apocalypse is coming and everything's yeah. gonna fucking change
0: um i think we're thankfully i've got my father who's got a ton of experience so he's preparing us he's what he says, we'll just continue as status quo. So we'll probably order an absolute metric ton again just of aluminum. Just to be up, prepared, eh? yeah. Um, as long as it you're doesn't get to, keep to the those point.
2: prices as stable as you can, right? Well,
0: we're trying to protect ourselves too. Yeah. It's great when the price goes up to the market, like the retail price that say it goes up. So that ends up for any retailer, that's a good thing. The problem is when it comes back down, and we're stuck with a lot of high priced material. Yes. so when we got to drop our price we could be losing money at the end of the day because we still got to go with the market price
2: but i had full respect because when that went however up, like when aluminum went up yeah. and you kept yours and i think it was like 250 a roll, and we just needed a roll of aluminum in a pinch in a job we so were doing how do you handle that we went out and got it it was like 450 from everyone else uh, where um, they were still keeping it well, there we,
0: ne- so. we never went that high but we honestly we went with the market it's not like we held our prices to be the cheapest guy. The last thing we want to do is be known as the, the cheap undercut. company out there, the undercutter. We're not. We're going to try to stay oh, with the still, market. You're building relationships well, We're protecting too, ourselves. Right? Yeah. Is what we're doing. So, yes, when prices go up, they go up. It doesn't necessarily mean we're making more money, though. A lot of times we're making less. I'm sure if you talk to some other retailers, the other guys you've got on here, they'll tell you the same thing.
2: Yeah. But what you're trying to focus on is like just the cash flow, getting even though things are going up, even if you're taking a bit of a hit, you still gotta keep the income coming in.
0: Yes, but more importantly, it's making sure we have stock. We learned that the hard way last year, everybody learned that the hard way last year is you you couldn't get product, you were sold out, all the popular material. You're just so used to things
2: coming and like you know, okay, well, we're out of pens, we'll order another ten, you know. We used
0: to order from our supplier today and we knew within two weeks unless it was a special paint run they'd have it delivered to us if we ordered it out of their stock colors now it's okay you got to order three months in advance yeah and we've Let's,
1: never had to plan Alex, our inventory let, that far out let me ask you this because your dad's been in it for so long does he ever look at the feet or does he see a rainbow at the end of this does he see that this is not going to turn around It always turns around. It always turns around. It's gonna hurt for a
0: while. Okay, you're gonna get a lot of the um, the people out there whose entire business model
1: is to undercut. And the only reason I bring it up Uh, is because I'm seeing a lot of faces of defeat as tradespeople because mm -hmm. they're realizing their profit is not there. Well,
0: how many tradespeople have been around long enough? I know I haven't. If if, if I started out on my own, yeah, now I'd be thinking, yeah, it's always gonna go up. Everything's sunny. It's like a, a my entire generation well, when way, are with, the, with the housing on
1: trucks and vehicles. they're... yeah. Uh,
0: well, with the housing market, since I've been old enough to remember, and you've had a lot of people of my age on this show, yeah. we've only known the housing market go up, never, never an had interest a, rate hike. Yeah, never had the, housing the fall price back. Drop.
1: I know. So it's relative, but they're all entrepreneurs. They're all business owners. Mm-hmm. They're all seeing a profit. If they're not working commercial, but if they're all Doing resi custom and everything like that,
2: but now some guys are starting to hear those words that they're not used to hearing recession no oh no, okay, oh well, looking at this job, here's our price oh <laughs> no it's we're gonna wait we'll I, do mean, it I, next I, year. I know
0: people have been saying it for probably close to ten years, but it's got to happen eventually It's only so much the system can hold before it breaks, yeah, what but
2: do you it's think like about it? It's like what they're saying with the, with the cost of houses. Yes, houses have gone up, but then they're saying, "Oh, they've fallen back down." And they it's it's but recessed. They've
0: fallen twenty percent after they went up a hundred. I was going to say they are
2: they're,
1: they're, they're <laughs> still up
2: versus what it was. Well, how,
1: did, how did it work for you guys, Alex? Um, okay, so I guess there's two different recessions that happened mm-hmm. during the course of those forty years. So you would have had the nasty recession back in the late 80s, early 90s, right? Yeah. And then you had the the blimp, I guess, that Canada didn't get affected as much back in 2008, 2009, right? Which would have been mm-hmm. the U.S. housing crash. Yeah.
0: The other thing the government did there, or I think we spoke about it last time, was they implemented um, a rebate program. Yeah, right? 100%. And, and it, it worked. It worked to stabilize and that the was construction Harper. industry. It worked, yeah. It, it propped up businesses. We were busy, so we avoided the recession that way.
1: Avoided, I'm going to call it. Um, but how much money can you print? Well, it's too much has already been printed to yeah. begin with. So it's a question of, can you actually do that rebate again now? I don't think you there can. Is,
2: there is one now going on, but again, it's... For what? For, I know for for Windows Doors. But uh, I don't think this one one's on, been very popular. Well, the problem... because uh, everybody's done the, the re- done the work The though, right? problem now is you're getting a rebate, but before you had to be a company that was registered with the program mm-hmm. and... So the, basically the homeowner paid and the company got the rebate. Now I'll come in, do the work, give you a receipt, but you, the homeowner, need to chase it and deal with it. It's not on me anymore where before Maybe that's why we're not hearing where before this it one. was an energy audit because I get that question every now and then. what kind of I know but are that, that right last now?
1: energy audit was such a nightmare too regarding the paperwork and getting the oh actual gosh, the government didn't make it easy it's it like, was worse
2: than the Schluter warranty
1: it was it was ridiculous oh. it was stupid the, the a was good so warranty program. program. a lot of those do
0: is they get a lot of the cash guys out of the business or at least true. trouble oh, yeah. because true because how do you go from making thirty forty thousand 40 thousand dollars a year living in a four or five thousand square foot house wife yeah. stays home doesn't work till so all of a sudden you're making 150 because everything's got to be legit yeah
2: and that was the thing it, and it, it and also right put back. guys like me at, at a disadvantage because you needed to be a member of oh that, that one that, that, that was just a couple of years ago yeah though. You had that, to be that, a member that, that of the so week. how
1: many of those did you come across were there a lot of those
2: um i probably got not outbid but i just walked away because I tried to explain the program to people and all most people see is they just come down to dollars. Like, yeah, they see line. five thousand dollars back. Yeah, they see five grand back, but they don't understand they gotta spend fifteen extra on something that's not gonna give them the rate of return. Like it's gonna take fifteen years to see the difference in the, the 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 negligible difference between heating costs. But
0: but that's a lot of things too, where you'll have people that Oh, I'm going to go to the other guy to buy this one product that you sell because if I spent, if I buy X amount of cases, he gives me a free caulking gun, yeah. or a free foam gun. Well, like Hilti hits. was
2: like, buy three cases, get a free foam gun. But was yeah, you pay for it anyways? Yeah, wasn't exactly. that when last it incentive? When it, when it
1: also forcing people to go to triple.
2: Yes. Oh, yeah. That's that. Yeah. I mean, those windows needed to be the most expensive, expensive windows
1: ever. And my understanding,
0: I mean, I heard, I've heard you talk about it a few times where they help with sound in that. Triple
1: is only good for
2: sound. Yeah, but don't tell me about in, anything else in, other in than sound. In Southern
0: Ontario, from my, from my understanding, what we were told is that it's not even really necessary. No, I, is I, will, than I will
2: upsell triple pane windows for, for one of two reasons. One is for sound. If, yeah. if the front of your house is on a busy highway or the rear of your house or any part of your house is against a w- an area of high exposure, lots of wind, wind, mm. and lots of weather. But here's the problem.
1: So let's say you get a house that's being built and it's all spray foamed, and now you spent money on triple. You basically just shot yourself in the foot now, because spray foam is the worst for sound. Yeah. It amplifies yeah, that, the outdoors.
2: because it's, it's solid. Yeah, yeah.
0: It just goes right through. So then, but I thought no that was point. the best way to insulate your house. Now R value.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's not the best way. It's I, what I've learned from speaking to other people because fl- I'm never the smartest kid in the room. Do a flash. Oh, I, I don't claim it's to a be hybrid a and it's a
2: system. You do a flash.
1: You, you, you have to do a sit exactly. You a flash, flash, flash like an inch and, and then a bat and then a bat. But then you also have a bat on the exterior. So now you start doing a system, not yeah, a th- single this product.
0: This is good to know because I'm still looking for no, my, first no, you, my fiance. So the,
1: no, no, the, we're waiting. But do not still do looking. spray foam if you've got a busy street, you're downtown or whatever. Yeah. You will hear everybody walking on the street. Well, I'll tell you this, we're not building, so that's fine. But it's just good
0: to know what to look for, right? Yeah, no,
1: I would do a flash of one inch of foam, and then I would fill the rest of the cavity with a bat. Yeah. That's to start off with, but OBC is already forcing you to put R12 on the outside. Yeah. So you got to start by that. What good is our twelve? Like no, no. it not go better? No, that's your sheathing. So now, oh, your port. sheathing. Sorry. So yes. they're asking you to go to the thicker sheathing now, mm-hmm. and then you. I would still put the the spray, the the flash of foam one inch in the inside, mm-hmm. and then I would put another bat on the inside, and now you've got a sense, beautifully
2: yeah. sound like tight house. Or they'll put up the little the, the fabric, yeah, and then just fill it with yeah. the loose fill, yeah. Which is we're planning future
1: shows anyway, right? Yeah. We're, I'm going to bring Hans back. I want to bring a bunch of other building science people on the show. Let's just talk seriously how it's supposed to be done. It's not about just having zip this and zip that. It's not. I'll tell you right now. It's not one product. No, there, no, there isn't one is. company that has one product that fully, completely makes the home perfect. It doesn't
0: yeah. work that and way. Never, and there never is.
1: Yeah. So you it's can't. a system that you have to develop mm. and you have to work. And the problem is that you get brands that, well, I don't want to play in that sandbox. I don't want to play in that sandbox. Well, then get out of the sandbox then. Yeah. That's all it is.
2: And everybody wants to be, you know, the be all and end all of that particular industry. Like they're the best, they're the this, they're the that. One product right. to rule them all. Yeah.
1: Well, how many different cars are there out there? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's more than one. So yeah. everybody's different. What else do you want to chat? Uh, oh, we were talking about it the other day.
0: What did you mention last time you were in? You were talking about something you couldn't find. you were having trouble finding.
2: Um,
1: sorry to lose me. I'm yeah. hearing the Jeopardy music right now. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: just thinking. Um, you had mentioned pricing, price increases yeah. coming what? through. Yeah. Right now... Um, we're seeing everything stabilize. It's not just us being prepared so for the rest of the that, year. But
1: for the rest of the year, or no? I don't oh, want to speak too soon because there's a okay, lot of October, times we'll get a phone December, call, right? So there's a lot
0: of times we'll, right we'll before, get a phone right call. That, uh, oh, by the way, that order you placed yesterday is is up.
1: We've had that, but that's plenty not. Of times. That's not fair. Like, it's what do you do, Jay? What do you
2: do? You come back and go gr- to the client and go. By the way. So I've learned my lesson on that because... Well, how far are you making
0: your quotes no, you seven still days. do You're doing seven. Seven, I days. seven days. I would
2: say it's probably difficult to even do 30. But you're, you're,
1: but you're on a unit. Okay, so how fast... If the average person is getting 12 to 16 weeks, how fast are you getting your units? Um,
2: Six to eight? I can have them in a month. Okay, so eight. you have them in four weeks, but then you're giving 60. a quote that's only good for one. Now, again, I'll give the quote because little things that I've learned over the COVID phenomenon was...
1: The COVID. Hang on a sec. It's never been the Sky Dome. Or whatever it's always it was. just Sky Dome. Whatever. Oh, I, oh, I refuse oh. to give the to COVID.
2: I mean, it <laughs> used to be a quote was good for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And if you're um, new construction, so sometimes it'd be good for a year. Yeah, yeah. you can't so I had I, I, I received a text uh, yesterday. Yesterday was Friday. Uh, I priced the job back in July of 2021. Um, I... They went with somebody else. It's fine. Fair. No problem. Cheaper reason? Yeah. Money. Um, I know who they went with. Um, okay. And they're cheaper? Oh, yeah. Cheaper, okay. cheaper product, cheaper this. Uh, they only did some of the windows in their house. They didn't do them all. Reached out to me, all cheery. Hey, Jay, you still busy? I'm sure you're busy. Just letting know we wanted to move ahead with that window and door project. We had somebody else in. They did some of them because they were doing a renovation. I was like, that's fine. So I said, uh, what did you want to have done? Send me the list. So they sent me a list and like half of them need to still be done. Okay. And I just said, hey, listen, let me know what manufacturer was it, because not every manufacturer has the same look. Right? So if I'm gonna be, you know the brick mold, the
1: handles, the little details. I'd like to make sure everybody's gonna be different. I'd like to make sure that that. what
2: I put in there Mm -hmm. I mean, most guys don't care. They just see a business opportunity and go for it. But I wanted to make sure it's that... A good question to ask. I wanted to make sure that what we have and what I have available to me, and if I need to go to a different product line anyway. So here nor there, we went. She's like this and that. And then she says, yeah, just let me know. I, I took off all the stuff we've done. Um, I could just send you an e-transfer uh and uh we can go from there and i was like yeah so you've sent an updated quote
1: i said yeah maybe So why does she want to go with you now instead of the other well token? because
2: they said they had a bad experience with them they've had lots of problems with the units with the with the units they ordered with the service and everything they received from that did you company. ask her how much
1: money she saved by going with them instead of you i don't care i would care <laughs> i want to know what dollar value we're talking about i mean
2: again. i also know who they went with and why they had those problems what do you assume the dollar value is um it probably be about 25,000. 25. Percent, I mean that that job would have cost them from that other company between 20 to 25, so they would have saved maybe maybe about 5 grand not going with me. Um okay. but again, they've had a whole host of problems. They want me to come in and deal with that stuff they've had. Um the issues they've had. Uh they've What kind of problem? Um fit finish windows Uh, Units not closing properly. Um, Even stupid things like a patio door that doesn't close.
1: How does it not?
2: Because it's not set right. You know, The words plum, level, square, clearly not the vocabulary of the installers. uh. Because again, the company that they hired is a company that basically hires installers. So the guys go out, they just work. There's no incentive to do the job fast. They're actually, sorry, there's no incentive to do the job well. Because all these guys are hammered. But there's the 5,000
1: profit margin.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I'm saying. And all the guys
2: get paid their daily wage. They go out and it's like, okay, here's here's what you got to do. And the scheduler for that particular company will tell them, you've got three days to do this job. That's it. So if they have to work three 15-hour hour, days, yeah, whatever it is, they've got to do it. I can't tell you how many times I've, been coming to Toronto, say at like 6, 7 o'clock on a weekday, going down the 400, and I'll see these particular company trucks coming back up the 400 at like 8 at night with a cube van and the illegal seat in the middle, and they're all just... The milk crate oh yeah on the milk oh, crate oh, so so all the, the records out and
1: put the milk crate in and you then have just, a seat <laughs> you
2: can just feel the, the
1: sadness fit and the milk crates
0: anymore that's so disappointing you can just feel they don't the, no. the, the new milk crates they don't fit you got to get the what old do they ones. do
1: to the milk crates I don't know. They're a little bit smaller i have not seen a new milk oh i haven't had milk in forever so i don't know what yeah, yeah. you go to the grocery store it, the it, milk crates are smaller they're smaller now. so you
0: can't fit vinyl in there oh do you know how difficult it was for me to find the two the couple of crates that i do have for my small collection of vinyl
1: Sorry, we got off on the tangent Sorry, there,
0: but was I was like going back to the eighties, man. You gotta, I didn't ask <laughs> I'm you disappointed. Guys but basically, okay. what
2: what that came down to was, I said to her, I "said Well, let me revisit the quote. I will reprice it based on these numbers." And she's like, "What do you mean reprice it? Oh, she's assuming that your price still sticks." She's like, "Has there been a price increase?" Of I course. said, "There's been three since this happened." Wow. She's like, "Oh Lucky well, there was only three. Depends on the product. And she's like, "Oh well, I I I, I just assumed that this would." Price be good. I said, what, for 20 years? I said, the first Model <laughs> T ever built. I'm thinking in my head, like, that was like nothing. So anyway, I mean, it, was, it wasn't It was a bad conversation, but that, but that, I mean, I, I can't believe that they've gone through a renovation. Did you do the job? Pardon me? Did you do the oh, job? Oh, this just happened yesterday. So oh, nah, so this is just starting? I'm going to, and I said, I've got to go out to, uh, I've got to go back out to Aurelia. Uh, I'll, I'll swing by and just put my fresh eyes on it and have a little look. See what they've done. So See you haven't
1: seen what they've done.
2: I haven't seen what they've done. It's going to be a car crash. But I mean, but because I'm because I'm going out to that area already for another purpose, I'll stop in and have a look. If this was a, if I wasn't going out to that location, uh, I would literally tell her. I said, okay. Um, well, the first quote we gave you was for free. Because you're an hour away, if you want me to come out there and requote you have all this, to, you have to. we're going to have a little service charge yeah, here. Yeah, you have to. You know, Just like on Family Guy with Spider-Man, <laughs> everyone gets one. <laughs> right? But now, because you didn't award me the initial job, yeah. now you want me to come in, save the day, do this. Oh, and the and your other question was, um, I said to her, I said, when are you hoping to have this done by?
0: Well, for Christmas. I like, want it done before. Well, she said we're well, hoping to have it done before and Christmas,
2: and I said the best I can do for you because you're on the water is spring. I said I'm not doing this job because they are literally on the water. She's like, "Ooh, that's a bit of a far outreach for us." I said, "No problem. Take care." Then hire the
1: Joker again.
2: And there, and now they're you know they're on board. So,
1: so regarding
0: quotes, I've got a question for both of you. Your initial quote how detailed do you get with it or do you try to give more of a general i go scope? line by
1: line i go line by line right i e- mean even
0: with the thought that they could that the homeowner now can take that quote and take it someone else say this is what manny offered what can you do in for the me quote it says thing? they're not allowed to do that
1: and there's legal ramifications but i, understand I don't, don't understand how down many that of room. them are but if they start doing that and they come back at me and they go listen line item number whatever i can get that done someplace else for x amount cheaper or whatever and they keep on doing that i'm like yeah i am not no, i don't blame you later
2: i do i do a lot i'll do i'll do it's a vetting if you think about it line by line is a vetting process i do a scope of work So if if it's windows and doors, Mm -hmm. every when every every unit is listed and every unit has a value. Yeah. Right. Um, Now, what I do not include on those quotes are measurements, uh, like you know, like bedroom window, white on white. Because you leave that to. Well, I don't do measurements simply because then, at the very least, if they're going to hand that off to one of my competitors, well, here's what Jason did. They'll get. They'll. I mean, I've received quotes from people, copies of quotes, where they'll block out the price, but then all the information is on there. Yeah. So they can't, like, they'll can't. they give me that piece of paper and they say, can you quote this job off of that? And of course, it's never going to be cheaper because if I'm, if I'm just quoting something off a piece of paper, I'm quoting something based I haven't seen it, it's always going to be higher because yeah. I need to cover my bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if I'm there and I see a window that's 36 by 60, I'll write all that down on my notes, but then I'll write down living room window. It's a single hung. It's a casement window, black on black. Here's the price. And I'll I'll write down, because I think everything, because then some people will say, okay, well, we can only afford to do these and that. We want to do only the bad ones. But if it's a renovation, Mm -hmm. if it's a bathroom, if it's a basement, if it's a whatever, I'll go down and I'll give a scope of work and then a unit price.
1: Okay. Right? And as, and a, as, as a,
2: as a mm-hmm. quick, rough estimate, if they want a broken down, detailed quote, no problem. Mm-hmm. That will cost X amount of dollars. Because if you want me to sit down and do homework for a week, mm-hmm. you can have that. Um, it's going to take me my time. You're going to pay for that time. Of course. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to pay for that time, then, well, we just want a quote. I said, I gave you a quote. I gave you an estimate. Well, we need something more detailed. No problem. Money, please. The only reason
0: I ask that is because we have found lately, we're getting a lot more phone calls from now when I answer them, I'm not sure if they're homeowners, if they are contractors from out of town, but we're getting a lot more calls, people asking for prices. I don't know if they're price shopping their suppliers, if they're price shopping their contractors or what they're doing. So we've decided, no, give us your email. We'll contact you. We'll send a rep out. In this case, it happens to be my brother to come see you and then we'll price you there because it's just i don't know it's getting weird yeah where there's there's just too many phone calls asking what's your price everybody's on this shopping. what's your price on that what's your price on that
2: shopping i've got but, that
0: but are, are they doing it to price check their current supplier because i'll tell you this i know for, i know that there's about i'm going to say 50 or more percent of them we never see we never see these new people yeah. that are trying to call us for pricing so that's quite why we've We've tried to take a step back from it. I know it's a little bit more generally speaking than what you guys have to do when yeah, you give a yeah. quote to a client. Yeah. But
2: I've been seeing that it, recently it's just, too. Though
0: it's starting, to, it's starting to worry me a little bit in that there's so many people calling to the point where I I said, look, I'm sorry, I don't give pricing over the phone. I, we we don't give pricing over the phone anymore. You're welcome to come in. We'll show you what we have. We'll give you all the pricing i'm not going to do it over the is phone it, he said it? well i'm coming from far away so then i'm never coming to you guys i'm not i'm never going to give you business i said
2: thank you you're not giving me
0: business uh, now I'm, I'm sorry yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry that you feel that way have a good day yeah. i don't know what to
1: say
2: i'm seeing that now though i've
1: it's human nature for
2: somebody i've i, got, say I have a handful yeah. of clients right now who are they're they're looking for options for their finishes they want this they want that and they're asking me and i'm Calling up manufacturers, I'm getting ballparks and I'm throwing numbers out at them before we finalized on on a finish they want. Well, I called this company and I called this, and I mean my numbers are generally around the same because they're calling as a customer getting figures, mm-hmm. and you know, and I'll always add twenty percent. I mean, it's twenty percent add on, and if and I've and I tell people flat out, I said if it's just materials you're looking for, I said I'm going to be about twenty percent extra on that, mm-hmm. and the question is, well, why so much more? And I'll tell them all the time, it's like, well, you're doing this for you. They're like, yeah. I said, that's great. I said, I'm doing this for you. I said, it's not free. Yeah. I said, this all figuring out and communicating all this and making the phone calls on my time. Yeah. My time is my time. But if my time involves pricing your product, yeah, then you're paying for that. Yeah,
0: if, if you're going to do install yeah. only, you have to quote for that that you're not making even a small markup on the product because, yeah, I've had a, I've it's had, happened.
2: And I've had that conversation with some other contractors where they want me to come in. Well, so-and-so can't do this job. Can you come and install the product? And I'll give them my install pricing, and they're like, that's a lot higher than the other guy. And I'm like, where, where but We've yeah. got
0: in the opposite where it's like, can you quote us on this material? This is what we need. I guess they got yeah. a broken down quote from somebody and not thinking this is now it's been a while since we've done this like i said we don't like to give detailed quotes anymore this way but so we give a quote and it's like and then they call us back well why is your price like this for supply only but so and so priced me and then you just sit there and you go oh shit i just screwed somebody yeah because they're giving a supply and install price and i'll tell them i go the price makes sense if anything you got a really good price yeah the difference here is you're buying it from the supplier. I've got to, you know, I've got to try to help defend the guy, whether I think his price is good or not. It's like you got a good price; he's got to come pick it up, ship it to you, install it, now leave is his this, is this there.
1: a client that's calling you up,
0: or is this another? So it it, ha- it has happened in the past. Thankfully, I don't think it's happened in a while. At least not that we've a we've gotten ourselves caught in be between contacting
1: you, doing that. Yeah,
0: that's not that's not fair on our part. And right? Like. But they have done it in the past, and I'm sure we're not the only ones it's happened to. Yeah, it, I can only think of once or twice where we caught ourselves, we got caught in the middle, where it's like, oh yeah, we supply this particular product. This whether or not they know that the contractor is getting it from us or another supplier.
2: Yeah, yeah. I've had the odd client who will basically. I'm, I'm sit just there really and grateful
0: go. that hasn't happened to us in years because yeah. it was really awkward. Where it's like, yeah. But are you going to install it yourself? You don't know which end of a screwdriver to client, hold. You can install yeah, it?
1: Clients shouldn't be doing but that.
0: But
2: I've that had the odd one. client who'll sit there and go, okay, well, say the window, say the door is $1,500. Well, you're going to use so much foam, so much caulking, so much of Clients the, have done that. I've had the odd one that breaks it all down, looks at how much it's going to cost. <sighs> oh they, then they look at how much the product could cost and look at the labor rate. Those are caring and, uh, clients. And, man. and as soon as they've gone oh, through yeah. all that and they show it to me, once I've seen them doing that, I'll just sit there, smile, Featured look at on them the next going, hey, <laughs> oh yeah, well, I look at people, I literally just look at people, I don't get that anymore, but the odd time I did get it, I was like, oh, I left something very important in my truck, would you mind if I go get it? They're like, oh, what did you forget? I said, my dignity, goodbye, <laughs> and I good. just leave. That's, that's
3: good.
1: <laughs> oh, we're almost wrapping up here, guys, Green Book Talk. What are the four rights of an employer?
2: none four so
1: rights of an employer well not. i know
2: two of the rights are an arm and or leg mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> information yeah. training instruction and supervision are provided oh that we have to provide you guys yes. have okay to that makes adequate workplace facilities are, are available for workers any accommodation you provide to your workers is safe workers health and workplace conditions are monitored common human, human decency. Exactly. Basically just common sense, right? What are the six responsibilities of employers? Common sense. Yeah, I know, sometimes. Eh? Know your it's employer like- responsibilities, act in good faith and treat employees fairly. Pay employees on time. Deduct the correct amounts. Mm-hmm. Get leave and public holidays right. Health and safety responsibilities of employers. Protect the privacy of your employees. What legislation must be displayed at every workplace? There are uh, various wall charts. Yeah, Yeah. so the the WSIB. WSIB. Yeah, there's the Basic Conditions of Employment Act. So that's actually one. The Employment Equality Act, the Occupation, sorry, the Occupational Health and Safety Act, and then Skills Development Act, Tobacco Products Control Act, Compensation for Occupational Injuries and Diseases Act. So there's a lot of stuff that's supposed to be hanging out. Yeah, and there's that little safety book we have to keep available for them too. So if you're an employer, you're going on your own, your business and everything, you gotta be aware of all these things and
2: But when you're on a new construction job site, that's a good that's a good sign when you can see a contractor who is aware of those things because they'll have their stations set up. They'll have the uh, you'll walk in as soon as you walk in, they'll see hard hats hanging up, for visitors, they'll have none
1: of them are ever dark blue.
2: They'll have the station (laughs) set up. They'll have the station (laughs) set up um and they'll have like on a four by eight sheet of plywood the permits all the necessary paraphernalia for like those posters and things like that
0: yeah that was that was one thing i liked when i did first uh, suppression station. before i came back to work for my fo- uh,
2: to work for universal yeah. I, I,
0: after school i went and worked for about a year doing fire suppression and when you'd go on a newer build you'd have to go in like your first entire morning was a safety meeting and all the paperwork, and you have to fill all kinds of stuff out. They give you a little sticker saying, yeah, you're approved to work on this yeah. site. You stick yeah. on your hat. I liked that. Yeah. Because then you go to, uh, I would go to other sites, and whether it was new or it was a rental, didn't matter. See so you guys on the is
2: standing on the top step. It <laughs> it's
1: too easy just to glaze over it and yeah. not actually have that conversation shoes, no shirts. with an employee, right? Yeah. Like, it's too easy. And then all of a sudden... In the event of something happening, everyone can kinda help each other mm-hmm. to get out of the structure safely, right? Yeah. That's the whole point yeah, of it. But
0: it's like you said and it's like you've said you do on your sites. You can really tell who takes the time to go yeah. over it. whether or not people follow it and ignore it is is irrelevant, but you can really tell who the contractors, the builders are who take that extra. Yeah step just to make well it's it
1: goes a long way it's the same thing if your site's clean or if there's Mm -hmm. debris everywhere yeah if there's even any garbage cans anywhere like it's just like everybody pitch in exactly that's all it is man everybody's gonna have the
0: safety information there and make you do some kind of meeting but whether or not it's a bullshit meeting or it's an actual meeting or two different things
1: but i also get i understand that the government here in in canada and i'm sure other countries do the same thing is that they put all that onto the employer but it's a two-way street man. Yeah. Like so th- as an employee you should be bringing it up and discussing but it. But it's
2: also I agree. it's also building habits. Yeah. Right? Cuz that's that's an important thing. I mean, like there's I know in Japan on the subway stations, they have uh they ca- they call it a point and talk so that um the the inspectors will come out and they will they point at certain key things that are safety features and they'll point at like okay, green light the doors are clear. The track is clear. The ah, point of these things, yeah. and that yeah. creates that brings a ten, an attention to it. Yeah, right. But like and like it's you the said. same thing, and it's the same thing on our mm-hmm. sites. Like, if you know every morning, get there 15 minutes early. You're gonna have your little talk. You're gonna do this. You're gonna do that. Even though it's BS, and like there's always snickering and and stupid guys, and everyone's making a joke of it. But if 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 at least something is said, and you're bringing attention to those things, it's then that becomes a habit. Yeah. So that. Okay, well, yeah, we gotta look at that, and before you get on this, and then when when something catastrophic could occur, you're catching it, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, but so I'm
0: sure you guys have seen it on sites too and like you said, it's on the employee too, but you know when we're out there, especially when we're young, dumb, it's like well if if I unclip, I can shimmy out that extra two or three inches onto the sledge to reach,
2: yeah, yeah, but' I've it's done those, it. it's We've that extra little it, moment,
1: that little second, yeah, that's when something's going to happen, always. Always, right? So and I think the age—it's on the employees as much as the. Employees. As you get older, you start t-
2: talking to yourself, going, "Uh, back off, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> back off." Oh, That's it. Man. I'm pulling up to some jobs, looking at it, going, "No, <laughs> I'm not See doing ya. it."
1: Yeah. Ciao. <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys, I've done it.
0: stand on top of a 12 foot a frame just to reach. Oh, man,
1: and then yeah, well now now um, you you get older you start realizing no it's not worth it man no. let's just redo everything
2: get there it go we're gonna contract. need a ladder for that That's you're it. a contract you don't have a ladder yeah I guess. get That's me cool. a lift and i'll <laughs> do it <laughs> i want to do the 12
1: questions again with you alex are you cool with that man because we yep. haven't done it on videos so let's do the 12 do questions ready ready what is your favorite construction word fuck what is your least favorite construction word <sighs> can't what turns you on in construction Getting a job done properly. What
0: What turns you off in construction? Cutting corners for the sake of saving a few
1: bucks. What is your favorite curse word? Still going to say fuck. What is your uh, favorite car, vehicle, anything? Uh, Anything reliable, period.
0: Reliable. A to B. A to B. Smart car? You said reliable. <laughs> I, I said reliable. Okay, a little bit higher <laughs> off the ground than a car for an SUV or something what like that. What is your oh, least God. favorite vehicle? Something electric, currently. <laughs> I'm not I'm not completely against them.
2: Something electric. But this cur- I just cur- don't... I'm, don't I'm, currently. I'm very
1: <laughs> respectful of the company and the man and what he's built and everything. All like the that. companies. Great. Would I ever get one? No. No. I think there's a place for them and a time
0: for them. I just don't think it's yet. Yeah. We're not... We're, our infrastructure's not there. Yeah, that's sorry. We were talking about that a little be bit earlier.
1: Twenty-one fifty-nine, and uh, I think it'll come. The place would. Be I'm not against Earth it, but two or something. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what construction sound or noise do you love? Saw. So, actually, it's more of the smell. Fresh cut wood. Any particular wood? Or well, wet Cedar's, cedar always smells yeah, amazing. Cedar's got a nice. Yeah. What construction sound or noise do you hate?
0: Oh, something. Getting jammed. Yeah. here in my shop, you, you, when, you what, hear it, and I hear it when, when somebody's hear, running one of my machines, it's and, like and a I, child something binding, eh? something binding, ah. saw hitting metal, yeah. Oh. Or when we have the somebody's running one of our machines, and you, you hear that one missed. Yeah. one skipped roll yeah. or, or jams and, and then but you hear it continuing happening because they didn't catch it and you think the worst day. like yeah, you actually always. think
1: the ultimate worst of what's going on what yeah. most
2: guys don't realize so vacuums you know vacuums have the little ball that can get sucked up sometimes yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or if the hose gets jammed never in my day have i ever heard any so i'll be there working i can just hear the pitch of the vacuum then you're yeah. and they're still back they're so unaware and i'm like hey it's full <laughs> it's full. <laughs> it's, yeah.
1: and they're like what what's going on what profession other than your own would you like to attempt
0: uh, i'd They'll say i'd like to do a little bit of everything so kind Teacher? of a hands-on G- no, oh, no. <laughs> hands-on gc i just i like learning i like oh you I don't like want, you don't want hands. to get paid it's not much different in my end, on my end of <laughs> it's it. It's so. true. It's true. <laughs> what profession would you not like to do? Uh, I don't like sitting. I wouldn't want to sit in an office. Yeah. I mean, it's a different kind of in an office, but I'm in the warehouse. So I'm always running around doing something.
2: you sit in a cubicle? I mean, like, yeah, You're sit in, in a, there a doing cubicle your stuff, behind your I mean, computer. I'd sleep half your the job's, day. Your job's very active. I think. Yeah.
1: Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? You did it. There's cold beer in the fridge. <laughs> Have fun. It's good to know there's beer up there, huh? I hope so. <laughs> Alex, pleasure seeing you again, man. I really Always a good appreciate you coming on. I good love it. You. Oh, thank no, you thank so for much, man. Me back. Universal Aluminum Products, everybody. Website: www.universalaluminumproducts.ca and his email. Get a hold of him and buy some Hilti from him, man.
0: Hilti, Milwaukee. Hilti. Alex Caitlin. at
1: Universal Aluminum Products.ca and on IG, aluminum, or sorry, Universal Aluminum Products. Dot. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're we're out of here, man. We're gone. Thank you very much, Jay. Thanks, Alex. Thanks, man. No problem. Thank you, guys. Thank you.